Welcome to the Dynasty Dads Podcast. Football, rankings, debates, dad stuff. The Dynasty Dads Podcast is brought to you by DynastyTradeCalculator.com. Stop guessing. Start calculating. Welcome back into another edition of the Dynasty Dads Podcast. I'm Garrett Grev. Thanks for tuning in. We got a great show for you talking about all things NFL, fantasy football, boring dad stuff. You know, you love it all. Not going to talk about it by myself. I've got my partner in crime here also uh, joining us virtually from the other half of what Nebraska office of the Dynasty Trade Calculator Studios. If we have such thing, stop guessing, start calculating, start calculating. Matt Renshaw, how yeah. are you doing, buddy? In cornfields of of Nebraska. Yeah, in the lakes not, of Minnesota. Not Ohio is for lovers. No, yeah, that one's for it's, you, Josh. It's like, it's, yeah, absolutely. I, by the way, I can't tell you. How much it warmed my heart to see on Twitter that like not only it's always nice, you know, you do these things, you talk to your buddy in a different state on a microphone over a computer and you enjoy it. And, you know, right. We know there's listeners out there. Of course, it's a it's a it's a lovely thing to have. But when people engage with the goofy stuff, like I always think like, all right, you tuned in for fantasy football talk, right? right? Like that's why you subscribed. That's the point of why you're listening. Anytime I've ever seen a listener or a follower on Twitter talk about like a dad story or one of the tangents we get pulled on, I am, I get more oh, warm fuzzies out of that than the football stuff, right? Like, oh, you actually care about the other yes. nonsense we include in this. And it's not, I expect that you're listening because you want to win your matchup. I expect you're listening because you want to build the right dynasty team. These are the reasons I assume you listen. So when you're actually down for the sillies, I, I like cool. that even more, yeah. actually. Yeah. And who'd have thought that uh that Hawthorne Heights would, Hawthorne get, Heights. would be the be the hook to get somebody you know, to... It's it's the pop punk emo phase. It's coming That's... back. All Jimmy Butler. Sound... Yeah, man. Jimmy oh Butler goodness. rocking the good Charlotte look. I'm looking at it right now. I thought that was a doctored photo. I thought I did not sure. realize that it was real. Math, I I I think I saw it eight, nine times and assumed it was like a funny AI image, right? Right. Because I I know I've told you about it. I don't think I've talked about it on the on the show. Uh, my dear friend, uh, Officer Bush is what we called him on the fantasy or on the What Are the Odds Fantasy Football podcast that I used to be on. Um, he loves the AI artwork. And his favorite thing mm-hmm. to do is to like take pictures of me and feed it into whatever he uses and then like, Make Garrett as a Viking. Make Garrett as Batman. Make Garrett as a little Dutch boy. Make Garrett as a Vegas showgirl. Like whatever it is, old man newscaster. And he just sends these out to our fantasy league all the time. And then right. he'll just like pick different ones. Somebody lost uh, pretty badly. Um, a buddy of ours. He was also on the What Are the Odds show. He owns a bail bonds company. So it was funny to to put him in jail, in fantasy football jail, dressed as an inmate and said, who are you going to call for bail? Very humorous thing to do. Yeah, I yeah. assumed that's what was going on with Jimmy Butler. I I don't know what made it click. I think I saw like a TikTok or a a video on on Twitter or X or whatever we call it now, and it was him doing like a photo shoot, and he had the yeah. hair, and he was like doing a bob, and I was like, wait a minute, and he was talking that's about like, how the lip ring was annoying or something. I'm like, oh, this is legit. This I thought, yeah, I was like, did. oh, oh no, this is oh. So then I went back to the the, the picture, and I was like. That that makes more sense now. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, this is a football show and 
No, Jimmy Butler isn't in the NFL, but you know, it's okay. He could be. He could be. He could be. It's a, it maybe he's a Debbie prospect, you know, there you go. Untraditional. Uh, here's another sport that isn't football, but uh, I sure want to talk about it. How about those Minnesota <laughs> twins? Huh? It won. Yeah. Congrats. Huh? 18 postseason games without, without a win. Uh, hasn't, haven't won a series in the postseason since 2004, 2004. I was in college, uh, like halfway through college. And I'm a married man with four children now, and I've been waiting this long. The place well, you said it wrong. They haven't lost the playoff series since 2004. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, Think about yeah. that. I mean, there's your positive spin. Yeah, you know, it's it's. They it's haven't always... lost a playoff game. Yeah. since 2004. Well, it's uh, it's yeah. They haven't they haven't given away a series, right? Like, yeah, it's yeah. that's a big deal. That's that's a big deal. Look on the upside. But I, it's so long ago that I remember the place we used to go to where I went to college. Uh, and it was a little spot called Americana. We got to be pals with the owner. Um, he's sadly passed away since then. That place has been demolished. It's turned into a giant quick trip. Like, it, it feels like an entire lifetime. And I was watching this game with my boys, and they were going nuts. And my kids are football-first fanatics. But they've really, really gotten into baseball over the last couple of years, playing a lot more. And I'm you know, coaching them, as we've talked about. Um, right. But they've never known anything but October losses for the Twins. So for the, you know, I get to see two wins now, you know, sweet to start it oh out. Gosh. See you, Toronto. It's they are hyped. They are hyped. October is literally the best month of all 12. Oh, I think so. As far as sports and it's weather great. and like easily my favorite month it has nothing to do with the fact that I was born in October. Sure. Doesn't, doesn't even play into it. You got it's, it's hoodie Halloween. weather. Yeah, hoodie yep. weather. Hoodie and shorts. That's an elite bonfires. Combo. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's so, the one yeah. it's the one on one a month. It's fair to say. I love it. Love it. You I, I, you could watch playoff baseball. Sure can. Football. Yep. NBA starts up. Yep. I think hockey starts up at the end of October. You're the Minnesota guy. Uh end of October sounds right. Uh, anyway, like I think you watch four major sports in the month of October. Like yeah. And you can always well. Esports is always a thing too, but and you got Halloween. You get dressed up in costumes, go get candy, pay the dad tax. Maybe you got a cool neighbor that hands out beers or cocktails. I've got two of those. It's great. Swing by those two. Swing by those houses twice. I think that's a Midwest thing. I think so. It's very friendly, very welcoming, and it's like you got to feel real safe and sound in your communities for a stranger. That's what I was thinking. Like, hey, uh, you get a little scoop of this. What do you got there? Uh, You want uh, a beer? Yeah, uh, not got a, not on the East Coast. I don't. No, thank you. Yeah, or like a a witch's brew pot that's full of brandy and God knows apples and everything else. Yeah, yeah give me a scoop of that. I sure. hope I live. Yeah. Uh, well, how about you, man? So, what was it? What's the what's in the dad's world before we get into the dad? Uh, my so my wife walked in the door tonight, and uh, I I told you this off air, but I think it's worth sharing. Uh, she goes, "You have the you have the podcast tonight, don't you?" I said, "Um." Because some we we change our recording schedule. It's like what gave it away? I made a pot of coffee. I got my got my coffee cup. Eight forty five. Forty five p.m. Let's do this. I'm ready. Locked and loaded, caffeinated um, and ready to go. Let's, let's do it. It's been a long day. Uh, so let's see, Dad. Like, um, I don't have a t- my daughter, my my sweet and uh, just rambunctious six year old daughter. Uh, burst her eardrum this past week. 
Dude, you were up against it with these kids' injuries. Like, I, well, and it was like, she was like, oh, my ear hurts. And she's had ear issues before. Like, it's no big deal. Oh, okay. Got yeah, shot kids on the IR here. Yeah. Uh, so, but then she's, she's tough. She's, she's probably our, our one that has the highest pain tolerance that we know. I mean, the boys are still young, whatever. Um, but she's like screaming, crying. We get her to sleep. She sleeps for like two, three hours and then comes in and we get her some new medicine. But she's like, um, oh, there's like, liquid in my ear it's like 1 30 in the morning i'm like oh okay so like i take a piece of toilet paper and like put it in her ear just to like suck out not, not like q-tip it but to, to wipe it out i pull it out and it's red and i'm like that's uh, not the way it's supposed to be that's that's blood like hmm so but what i learned was a ruptured eardrum is not as big a deal it's a pretty common yeah they injury. Heal. i didn't realize that i was like oh my gosh my six-year-old is going to be deaf in one ear for the rest of her life and why didn't I know this sooner? And so, yeah. So for any of you dads out there that if your kid's ear bleeds, it doesn't automatically mean that there's some <laughs> yeah. big, massive injury there. Well, that's so, good to know. I've never yeah. had, I've never had the boys have that. We've had, a, we've had our fair share of injuries. Um, you know, mainly like teeth get knocked out. Benjamin, when he was little, he's, he's now six, just like, Oh, I knocked another tooth out daddy. And he didn't have front <laughs> teeth for like three years. You know, you've like, told that story. Yeah. 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 You normally get like one school pick with the kids with no teeth, maybe. And I had like three of them. That's something else. We made it through this last weekend. Um, with no kids getting injured. It was great. But we wow. had on Saturday. You're still baseball, right? Yeah. Not anymore. Not oh, anymore. Done. Saturday marked the end. So Saturday was the end of midsummer to fall ball. And it was also flag football tournament. So we had nine flag football games between the three boys. I am the coach of all those teams. I couldn't coach all those games. So I had to recruit other dads. And give them a crash course on my playbook and some insights to players to help with coverage. It's pretty aggressive. Pretty aggressive. Yeah. Turned out just fine. And then we had two baseball game championship games Saturday afternoon. The fifth grader won his. He pitched like a champ. Uh, nice. Contributed on the offense. It was great. There it is. Very happy. Uh, just throw strikes. Yeah. Exactly. Throw strikes. He had, you know, Make one hit the ball. Yep, he had a player uh, get one long, you know, a nice sort of right field drive right in front of the outfielder. Quick kid, made it to second. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm like, bud, you're supposed to be throwing no big strikes. Deal. Oh, yeah. he was upset, right? And I'm like, yeah. you put it right across the plate. That's what we're doing here. That's your job, right? Yep. But we're not walking them. We don't want to have their coach you come got, in and pitch to them. You got seven guys behind you for a reason. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And my second grader um, – they got second. It was their second loss of the entire season. Ooh. And let me tell you how insane we've gotten about youth athletics. Me and the guy I coached with, we're thinking about petitioning to the league about what oh, happened wow. here. One of those? Well, so you're not supposed to uh, pitch your kids more than two innings in a week. Fair we enough. This team earlier in the week, uh, their best pitcher pitched against us twice. And we know he pitched in the game we didn't play against us. Against mm. us. And you're supposed to rotate your infielders. You can't have all your best kids camping out in the infield. They have to go to the outfield. You got to get some of those outfield kid infield practice. And this this pitcher that that pitched the additional inning, he was at third, he was at short, he was at catcher, and then he got on the mound against us. And we had talked to this team before, mm. so we don't want to be jerks about it. But like, come on, yeah. let's let's play by the rules. But it was yeah. hot, man. Speaking of October weather, I don't yeah. think it was technically October yet. It was a hundred degrees, and we were for the flag football games on turf. It had rained oh, bad so like the night before, radiating. Yeah. I was a moron. 
I'm like, oh, it's a nice fall day. No, it is dog days of no. summer hot. There's yeah. no shade to be found. Burnt to a crisp, dehydrated. I'm coaching first base in the afternoon. And I text my wife. I'm like, I need you to go to the concession stand and get me a Gatorade now where I'm going to pass gonna out. Pass. Yep. Like I, I'm like, and then I saw her look at her watch and look down. I texted her again. I'm like, I'm serious. Now. Like, get get now. woozy. Yeah. Or watch yeah. me collapse. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right next to this kid who's going to be scarred forever, right? <laughs> Speaking of scarred if... forever, man, I got it. This is the thing I want to talk about first because it affected me personally. This isn't kids. This is into the fantasy world. Yeah. I thought I had a blowout win on my hands. Going yeah. into going into the Giants game. Yeah. Did they have the uh, Seahawks defense? No, they didn't. Thank goodness. Uh, but I thought I was I ended up winning this matchup and I needed I didn't need a lot. I got just enough out of Daniel Jones's legs and nothing else. I got we got to talk about this first because there's a lot of preseason hype around the Giants. Yeah. Is this a full scale collapse that we're witnessing in New York? Are the G-men, nah. like, is there any hope to be had? I mean, if we talked about it preseason, the Giants were probably in most uh, teams. I mean, if you're ranking teams in the division, the Giants were probably third, if not fourth, depending on if you believed in Eric Bieniemy and uh, Ron, not Riverboat Ron anymore. Right. Um, so is it a class? Maybe. They paid Daniel Jones and he looks human. I also was relying on Daniel Jones Monday night, but I was in a guillotine league. Ooh. I needed 11 points from Daniel Jones. And what'd you get? And nine that's and it. Half? And then I'm safe. And I got, so I'm watching the game. He's marching. I mean, he's getting sacked a lot, but sacks don't hurt him. Marching down the field. He's getting ready to score. I'm like, yes, I'm going to get a touchdown. That's four points. He's already had enough to, yep. Pick six mm-hmm. happens. So I was up like a point and they threw the pick six. So I'm down three. Then he's marching, marching, marching. I'm like, okay, we're getting there. I get over. Like it's like 50. Five and I have 55.2 and he gets chased and he throws the duck over the middle interception and I dropped down ended up winning by half a point oh wow how about that I, I it survived was survived it it's it sweat it, I mean I sweat that sucker out so yeah uh no I, I don't think it's a full scale collapse but we knew uh they didn't have any pass catchers I think the biggest disappointment in in New York is Darren Waller like yeah. they traded for him we're gonna feed him we all saw the camp reports that Waller they have to take Waller off the field because Daniel Jones keeps targeting him yeah we talked about that that was kind of all over the place and and now I mean he's he's I don't want to say I'm not gonna go full uh I forget the NBC analyst that was like Garrett Wilson or not Garrett Wilson uh Zach Wilson sucks right he sucks he's terrible oh yeah 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 he's uh, garbage yeah, I, I forget. I can see the guy's face play for the Patriots. Defensive back. Um, Brandon. Um, anyway, doesn't matter. I'm not going on that. I don't, I don't think Daniel Jones is awful. I think the offensive line needs to learn how to block a little bit. Um, and Darren Waller, I, I just – I have hopes that he'll turn it around because there's not really anybody else there to catch the ball. Well, yeah, and the targets – you know, for game one and game four, it was the targets that really haven't been there. And I think that's more reflective of the offensive line situation where like, you know, I'd love to dunk on Daniel Jones. Um, I said, I, I sort of hated myself for getting duped a little bit because I've never been a Daniel Jones believer. And I will admit listeners, I got caught up with the hype a little bit and more so around the hype of the potential Jones Waller stack. Right. Um, but Jones just hasn't had the time to get the ball out and it's impacting, you know, the one legitimate receiver, you know, target the weapon that he has. 
he only had three targets. Waller, I think that's the most difficult piece. Three targets. He had three receptions and 21 yards. You know, week three, he had seven. Week two, he had eight. You know, didn't get a ton of targets in that game against Dallas. Um, but, you know, if if the if the G-men hopeful thought that this was going to be an extension of last year, you know, making it a game into the playoffs off the backs of Ed Donatell and my Vikings. Um, mm. I think uh, I like to say, you know, I like to, I, lo- I like to quote the bards uh, on, on Twitter. I like to throw out little poetry lines every now and again. I always say like hope springs eternal. Like don't, don't throw away um, any, any hope for success, but they've got to do something to get some protection back there. And it would have been always... a different game with Saquon, I think too, but I do too. Yeah. it seems like they're a late season. They always are in it late in the year and they can start, they can get on a, get hot late and, and make the playoffs. And I think we could be in for another uh, one of those type of seasons, but they got to get, they got to get figured out. Otherwise they're going to fall too far behind and be done. Well, let's flip it around to the other side because we've talked about this team a bit, right? Um, Seahawks. What do they got going? I mean, it's, I mean, it was a, I mean, it's solid defensive performance, right? Yeah. Um, and Gino that, got hurt in the Gino, middle of the game. Yeah. And made it back. Right. He came back in. Drew Locke looked like he had unlocked uh, Noah Fant by yeah. his own. Right. And then Geno Smith came back in and said, go, go sit down. Don't worry. We got this. Uh, um, Drew Locke is a blind, had been a blind spot for me, by the way. I, I was not certain he was still on the Seahawks. I, I know. Oh, really? I, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, where did that goofy little guy that was doing his little raps and, you know, funning around. Having the- fun on the field. For the longest time, by the way, I haven't gotten the new Madden yet because I don't have a PS5 and I don't from everything I've read. It's like, don't bother until you have the PS5. Right. right. And um, I was locked out of my EA Sports account. So I was playing like essentially the out of the box Madden 23 forever, like through well into the summer. And Which was that? Um, Who's on the cover? Oh, I don't even know. I don't remember. I play Madden uh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, that's like was 21. That 21? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like you don't have all. And then, you know, when you update it, when you connect to the Internet, you get the updated roster. But I was playing right. against Drew Locke forever and I hate it. It just drove me nuts. I'm like, where's yeah. Gino? You know, put it in Gino. Put Gino in. No. So, that, I mean, that offense looks good. Uh, the backfield is, I mean, everybody thought Charbonnet would kind of own that backfield, take over a little bit. And it hasn't really happened. No. Um, the split hasn't been there. Uh, we'll see. I, I mean, it's a change of pace. If if Kenneth Walker gets hurt, great. But until then, I'm I'm out on Charbonnet. Yeah, you'd like it, and I think a lot of us sort of anticipated that being a backfield where there was value in both running backs, and you didn't have to have an injury to one for the other to benefit. And that's clearly just not the case. Charbonnet is is getting some targets, which is nice to see. Yeah, but it's not turning into anything. Charbonara. That's, that's my nickname for him. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. It, let's see if it sticks, but I've got a buddy at the gym um, and he's a really knowledgeable fantasy football player. Like he, he's on it. Right. But for some reason, this dude does not know how anybody's name is pronounced. Yeah. Like it is. 
he it's he a dad is, thing. It's fun to make up names for people. No, it's he's not. I, I'm with you on the nickname. I'm a nickname guy myself. Okay, he he is doing this just out of pure ignorance, and he is <laughs> such a smart fantasy football player. He's committed to college. Uh, okay, it took me a little while <laughs> to realize. Know this. It took me a little while to realize who he's talking about. Uh, um, he kept calling this football player the running back. Moser, Moser, yes, yeah, he's French. Like, I'm like, there's you're missing a T. Like yeah, even huh. even with the pronunciation, you're still missing it. Like if you thought it'd just be like Mosert, yeah, then you'd say Moser. He's got a bunch of them, and it cracks me up. It's like one of my favorite things to do when I'm at the gym is talk fantasy football and then wonder what name he's gonna absolutely. Who are you gonna pull up now? Yeah, hmm. what's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? Moser. Moser, Moser, he's French. Yeah, Raheem. Yeah, yeah. I guess. That's, I guess that's French, right? Could be. Who like, knows? I mean, yeah, I don't know. What's he call? Uh, what's he call that little wide receiver in the uh, for the Rams? Oh, I've never talked to him about Puka. Oh, Puka. I, you know what? He's going to be there tomorrow night. Thursday I night bet network. he calls him Puka. I, I I will bring it up because we do talk about Cooper Cup. He, we both have Cooper on some squads. I will bring it up tomorrow. So, okay. So Giants, not a full scale collapse. Their wife, no. you know, maybe just needs to get him a Gatorade. I, I, I trust Brian Dable to, to figure it out and kind of adjust to, to Ooh, what he's he looked, got. He looked frustrated with this quarterback. He threw the he? tablet. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, Aaron Rodgers-esque. Is it yeah. Teddy Two Gloves? It is Teddy. Yeah. It is Teddy. And Teddy doesn't like that. He's Teddy in his prime didn't like to throw the ball more than five yards. But, hey, maybe that works. They don't have any wide receivers. It could be, is it, okay, next question, is it a full-scale collapse? Is it a collapse at first base with heat stroke for the Cincinnati Bengals? No. Do you think? I don't think. I think this might be one of these just weird things. I don't know. Weird years? Okay. He's always open. He's 7-11. I was going to say, so it's not just that it's a struggle to get the wins. It feels like some of the dynamics in the old locker room are quite where you'd want them to be. They're fine. It was after a loss. You don't really take what people say after a loss. Well, they're stacking up a few losses here is the problem, That's right? Fair. Like That's they're being fair. it's it's getting to be cumulative. And but do we remember my... when Burrow got hurt? Yes. Jamar Chase said, Hey, just come back week five. Like take the time off, come back yeah. week five. No big deal. This is week five. Would have been better off. Would have been better off sitting. I, I mean, it, it couldn't be any worse, right? I mean, they, they might have no. squeezed out two wins. I don't know. Yeah, potentially. And Joe Mixon's doing fine, yep. right? Like, I think he is a he's a trade target because if they can't You're trade out, for him, for him, yeah, yeah. I think if if I think if there's anybody that's getting squeamish or frustrated or nervous about what the season rest of the season looks like for the Bengals, and you might need to get another loss under their belt to really be able yeah. to take advantage of this. But I would be sniffing around uh, to the to the mix and manager in your league and saying, "Hey, he actually, just got traded in a league I'm in. He got traded for a 26 first. Wow! So I thought that was super super." That's a, um, I don't want to say cheap, but it's a value deal. It's it's a good, yeah. Six years out or three, what's 26? Three years out? Yeah. 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 24, 25, 26. That, oh, geez. Yeah. I would have thought 
I wonder what the old calculator says about that. I'm guessing they say, go it, ahead and make that trade. It sure doesn't because they yeah. only go out to 25. So yeah. yeah, I would make that trade. I'd make that trade. It, a 25 first is 15. And I, last I checked, I think makes it was worth 16. So it's yeah. a 25 first is good. The further out you get, the cheaper they should become. Heck of a deal. It just, yeah. you know, my worries here, if, if Burrow can't get it worked out, their schedule, I mean, we're not really used to talking about the Bengals schedule, but it's not like it's easy. I think it's like the second hardest for the rest of the season, because when you, when you worked out the games you want to see Bengals supposed to be, they should win this week. They play the Cardinals this week on the road, but then three of the Cardinals beat the Dallas Cowboys, Matthew fair. I'm not going to argue with that one. Um, Three of their next four are the Seahawks, the 49ers and the bills. Yeah, and there's a there's a buy in there too. Sure, uh, and then they, they need the Tex- that buy, and they get the Texans and the Bengals or in the Ravens. So it's not like there's there's like one easy game in the next six, and the Cardinals like have played to, people tight. They have, they have. I would like to be in a situation where the leagues that I have Jamar Chase in that I'd be in a position to think about sitting him. Unfortunately, I am not. <laughs> you know, like no. it. Uh, would you? Would you sit him? I, I mean, for who? I guess that's the question, right? Uh, like, yeah. Uh, Jamar Chase or Puka Nakua? That might be an option people have. Yeah. Both? Play them both. There's got to be. I mean, Jamar Chase is always open. Like, I don't know if you I, don't, if you haven't seen that on yeah. the film, but. He's always open. He's always open. He's going to get peppered with targets this week. Talent's got to win out, especially with the injuries. Um you know, it's you think it's going to be concentrated. Who does who does the T Higgins injury help the most on that offense if there is help to be found? Uh, I mean, Jamar's going to get most of the targets. Mixon will probably get. I don't know. He'll catch some passes. Uh, is but is Burrow back? Like no. Fire up your Tyler Boyd's though, if you've got him hanging around. Oh yeah, I mean he steps into our receiver too. He's produced there in the past. Uh, does T does T Higgins get traded? Wow. Because if they keep losing, yeah, he's on a one year deal. All right, there are some teams sniffing around uh, wide receiver help. Who's out there? Who who's a who do you think a good NFL candidate is um, for a to team that might be able- T Higgins? Yeah. Who needs the receiver help? The Panthers, sure. I mean, it's obvious that they're out there. The Giants, uh, if they are legitimate contenders. Um, I I keep seeing things that the the Cowboys may be in on receivers, which makes zero sense to me. But No. uh, You've got – I know Brandon Cooks hasn't lived up to the the expectations that you're on, but you've also got Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb. Ferguson has been playing well, was a sneaky tight end pick. Um. Yeah, I, I the 49ers, somebody had said. Oh, that could be I don't understand. The Panthers the could be the Panthers out there have kind of I haven't seen anything attached to it, right? But no, there's been no name. They're in the market. They're in the market. I if the Buccaneers had lost more, I would think that uh Mike Evans would be someone that could be traded. Last year of his deal, no long-term contract. I mean, they could always franchise him, I guess. But Chase Claypool is going to get moved, maybe. Yeah, 
move to the waiver wire, right? I think he's to getting cut. Actual yeah. NFL waiver wire. There's there is a lot of there's a lot of receiver talk. So um yeah, man, let's just let's let's go to the Bears. That is wild. And that presser was like <laughs> they were drilling. Awkward. It was they so I mean, awkward. Couldn't get away from it, right? He's fired after they lose Thursday, right? Matt Eberflus is gone. He's gotta be. I don't He's know. Ryan Poles brought him in. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ryan Poles, when he started it, I mean, threatened to take the North and never give it back. And I'm not saying my Vikings are in a great position and, you know, they're going to take the North and never give it back. I think we're going to get better. The season goes, but the bears have not done that. This is not the coach no. that I think is going to do that. I would argue. No. I don't want it. We'll, we'll wait for the quarterback conversation, but they've got some, some things to fix and chase Claypool who they just traded like essentially the, a first round the 30, pick for, yeah the 32nd yeah, pick um isn't part of it so no. I, yeah i think you know he will likely land on another nfl roster but i don't think it's going to be in a trade i think you'd have to be kind of silly to think you need to trade chicago for a guy that's going to get cut now the cowboys as an option um you know for a t higgins or somebody else i i, I think that's a i think that's unlikely and I it think doesn't it's make unli- sense it doesn't make sense um and especially with the way michael gallup's coming along he's fine and he's in the he last paid. couple games four or five year deal a couple years ago like their offensive line has been banged up but yep. they're still producing throughout the loss of the cardinals whatever it is what it is it happened it's yeah, there Luke games happen that's real yeah. but to start so. the season you know two targets in game one two targets in game two i want to say seven targets and then last week he had six yeah. And he's catching, you know, six of seven, five of six. You know, he's getting some pretty good yardage. He hasn't scored yet. Michael Gallup's a guy that, you know, we've got bye weeks now, right? We're finally, we're kicking off bye week season. Yeah. Michael Gallup's a guy, I've got him in a couple of leagues where he's getting plugged in. Yeah. That offense is, is humming. It is. Oh, well, Dak. not not everybody thinks so, man. I wanted to ask you about this because the Cowboys and Dak, Joy Taylor, you know, uh, was given some. Look at who you're who, talking about. Joy who Taylor. are who? She also gives Kirk Cousins like who? Uh, who are the Cowboys? Because you know, I don't know this team's identity because they score points on defense. I didn't know, Matt. I played football for uh, so years and years and years and years, and I've been a football fan and you know dabbled here as a fantasy analyst for years now. Right. I didn't realize it was a bad thing. And a detractor for an NFL team to have a good defense that puts up points. I, I just learned that. It's so silly, and, silly Garrett. And it's all on Dak. Dak's terrible. Dak's this, that. Okay, it, let's let's look at this. Just look at the NFC East. You got Daniel Jones, yeah. six interceptions, four fumbles. Only lost one of the fumbles, whatever. Jalen Hurts, three interceptions, one fumble, and he lost it. Sam Howell feels like he throws three interceptions every week. Yeah, and it sure does. Has, has six interceptions on the year. Dak Prescott, one pick. Yeah. But nobody but, talks about the other ones. Well, Matt, that's because I you should know this. The Cowboys don't trust him to yeah. with the ball, so they're not throwing very much because they're so worried about the interception. Yeah. It's just really silly the the narratives. I saw um so in in the my main league league I've been in 16 years or however long we've been around. Um, Dak just got traded for, I don't have it in front of me, so I don't want to misspeak, but it was, 
a bargain deal. It was, I didn't think it would, it would happen. It's not something I would have expected to see. And, you know, I think sometimes, you know, you listen to the radio shows or you show, you listen to the sports talk shows and you can kind of get sucked into the narrative. Like, man, I, I, if I would have known that was the value on Dak with the Dak owner, I, I would have shot an offer out there. Myself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it's easy to go, Oh, the Cowboys, everybody let's hate on the Cowboys. Fine. You can hate on the Cowboys. They're going to win the East. Sorry, Philadelphia. They're going to win the East. Yeah, unless uh, that Philly I, offense starts coming together in a different way. And, and not like they're bad, right? They just aren't, no, they just are No, I'm knocking on wood here. I'm calling the NFC Championship game for the Dallas Cowboys. That'd be real nice. It's a three-team race in the NFC, and we're going to see probably the NFC Championship matchup this week. The Dallas Cowboys take on the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, that's going to be a brutal one. That's, I mean, it's, it's going to be, be great. so fun. It's going to be a really fun game. game. 90s rivalry renewed. Yeah, that is. It's taking it back to the old school. You know, Jerry will be there. Oh, Jerry yeah. Rice. Sorry. Yeah. Jerry Rice. Oh, Michael Jerry. Irvin. Yeah, there'll be a lot of Jerry Jones. Of course, get at Jerry least a couple Jerry's. Bring Dion in, too. What the heck? Might as well. Fly him in. Speaking of big names, I don't, I don't know if you saw this, but the NFL has a new Twitter banner. And yes. I, I feel like a lot of these social media and I think it's on Instagram too, but yeah, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, you know, they say there's, there's no such thing as too much of a good thing. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah. Something, I don't know. I mean, something along those lines. I think we've all, I don't know. Have we all had enough? I, uh, it's bad when the boyfriends had enough. Right. Right. When even Travis Kelsey's like, we should pump the brakes a little bit. The attention seeker that Travis Kelsey is right has had enough attention he had a reality tv show like about he's got, finding yeah he's got a podcast with his brother like this guy I saw an insane tiktok by the way where this guy was this dude is breaking down how it's all a conspiracy and this is a um you know basically a business arrangement between Kelsey and Swift and she was testing how real he was because Travis Kelsey is getting older and he's thinking about his opportunities after the NFL to get into the entertainment business and stuff. And when he sat out week one, that was, that was like, that was part of the deal. Like you're going to sit up Taylor Swift's. Yeah, it was a test because Taylor Swift's a huge Eagles fan. And uh, you know, now that they're in this relationship, he's going to mysteriously have a knee injury in the postseason so that Swift's Eagles can get, get out of here. Just people are goofy. I just don't want any like, okay, here's the deal. I, we have free time. We do a podcast. We don't have that much free time to make yeah, up some stupid conspiracy like that. I, and I am not a Taylor Swift. I'm not anti Taylor Swift nope. at all. I don't have a problem with people. I think some of the fans are pretty nutty, like over the top obsessive. What but is worse? Taylor Swift fans or Zack Snyder fans? Oh, don't get me. You're trying to get me take, getting flanked from both sides. Come on, man. I like both. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I think they're both excellent at everything they do. Don't don't burn my house down. Um but like it's the fans, it's the overtop fan stuff. And the NFL's I think gone a little bit far. I get it. She's a big name. She's bringing in female viewership and younger female viewership and everything Blake else. Lively. Oh, man Reynolds. Hugh Jackman. That's pretty you gonna cool. Go into, you going to go into a Marvel thing there? The, well, the I conspiracy mean, theory that, that yeah. is? 
well that you know is is taylor swift in the new in the new deadpool movie along with them playing uh dazzlers the character she's been rumored to play uh is is travis kelsey in the new deadpool movie he probably (laughs) will be by the time it's all said and done everybody's in that movie they're bringing this circus to minneapolis this week renshaw like is she going has that come out it's i don't know if it's 100 percent confirmed uh the assumption is that she is ticket prices uh for the you know it's the chiefs they're super bowl champions right patrick right. mahomes right Travis, big names they're already through the roof you i can't... saw that your uh your defensive back that got cooked said taylor don't come yeah i wish that they wouldn't do that i wish mm. you just keep her mouth shut right yeah like uh just just keep it on just the field. play the just, game just, just play be the quiet game. don't get yeah. involved in the silliness but the assumption is she's going to be here. My my boys are coming home from school saying the little girls that they're friends with are talking about wanting to go just because Taylor Swift might Taylor be in might the be building. There. And, you know, seat prices are through the roof. Um, and I, I just I, you don't want the, the side show to overshadow the show because it should be a, a good show. Vegas thinks this is going to be the biggest point generating affair. It's got the highest highest over under. So it's 52 and a half. Okay. The Chiefs are the, five and a half favorite. Give me the over. Except I want Jordan Addison to catch a ball. What the oh heck? My oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. What me too. I don't know. Just total blank, right? Just a big old goose egg. Zero. He's the reason I almost got cut from that guillotine league. Yeah, forget about Daniel Jones. You had a Jordan Jordan, Jordan Addison problem. would have been the issue. Yeah, seven, eight, nine points is better than a and than Cam a Akers uh, not doing anything. Well, I thought. I happen to think Cam Akers looked pretty good. I oh. thought I thought there was he. I mean, he didn't put up a ton of yards, right? He didn't get in the end zone. It's not like that was a banner day. If you decided to fire up your Cam Akers, I, which I think would have been a silly move. Um, but if, after it a looks, week of being there, yeah, it looks like Alexander Madison and Cam Akers could make a nice little one-two punch. Madison's always been serviceable. I've defended him. He in replacement time over the years when Dalvin was dealing with a shoulder or whatever else. They just kind of ran the same offense and stuck him right. in there. Uh, you know, when the spotlight's on him the whole time and some of our struggles with the interior linemen, um, it just he hasn't been a difference maker. He's not, the, I, he's not the same. Yeah. No, not it, the same. Now, Dalton Risner should play this week. It'll be interesting to see if he makes a difference. I think I think taking the over on this game, I would as well. Um, there's Minnesotans by nature. We're sort of pessimistic sports fans. Not you me. You should be. No offense. I'm, you should I'm be. not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we've been <laughs> been there how many times? Never gotten a ring. Um Kirby Punt. Kirby, God bless him. Um, I think here's what I think. I think the Vikings could play it tough. Um, the fan in me says they could walk away with a win. The fantasy football, you know, podcaster and player in me says start everybody involved. That's reasonable. Yep. And by reasonable, I mean um Jared Jordan McKinnon. Addison. Jared McKinnon revenge game narratives is not something I would go no. chasing, right? That's that's no. not a thing. Uh but receivers um for the Vikings, I would fire them up. Um if you're looking for a running back from the Vikings, I'd probably stick with Madison, Madison. for another week just to see how things go. TJ Hawkinson's in play. Absolutely. Uh, obviously your Travis Kelsey, you know, your your Isaiah Pacheco, uh, as long as he's healthy, I think he's he's moving. He's, yeah, he's okay. 
We could speak about how the Chiefs could potentially use a running back that's coming back off the pup list. Oh. Maybe. Because Jonathan Taylor's back. Right. And 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 what's going to happen? Is he going to play? I don't know. So here's the deal. What are you doing with him if you've got him? You've got him a couple places, don't you? Yeah, I do. And I haven't. I'm not as from a fantasy football standpoint, I'm not doing anything. One, the offers haven't come in for anything that I think is worth. Are you starting this week? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm a, you know, I'm cautious when it comes to that. Player's been out. I want to see a week. I mean, it's Jonathan Taylor on the Colts. Even if he plays, I kind of want to see how he fits into the offense. And it's just not something I would rush out to do. Plus, of course, this is team setup. You know, what your roster looks like dependent and where you are. Right. Now, if I'm 0-4, yeah, go ahead, Johnny. Let's you're start him. You ready? Good to go? Good, because you're going. Uh, but other than that, if I've if I've have a competitive squad and I've done fine to this point, I am not going to rush out and put him in my lineup. I don't know if you feel the same way. That's just kind of the way I'm built. Uh I am like baffled. And we'll go to you said hasn't played for a while. You're cautious. It's gonna lead me down a different road because I'm gonna change the subject just based off that comment alone. But with Taylor, uh, I've had some trade offers people are trying to trade me jonathan taylor and i don't i haven't bit i don't know i don't know i i colts say they're not going to trade him he says he's not going to play for the colts right this is one of those okay i'll go out and take a care oh my toenail fell off and i can't play anymore not that i would ever suggest that somebody is faking an injury for, oh, no, for any never. reason, Austin Eckler. Yeah. Uh, but, or Saquon Barkley. I mean, any of these guys that are trying to get paid. So uh, I'm I'm avoiding him. But if it I It is kind of funny how those guys find themselves in very similar situations with aches and pains, you know, with the All old... in the contract year. It's weird. Yeah. Coincidence. Yep. Not connected at all. I've probably... If I had, like you said, if I had a competitive team and I was winning without him, I probably wouldn't start him. But guys that are knocking off rust, uh, guy that was hurt, said he's going to be on multiple. I probably won't play a couple weeks. Only missed one week, David Montgomery, and came yeah. back and scored 35 pin- points on my bench. I was going to say, was did you do it on your bench? Because he did it yes, on my bench. Because he said he was going to miss multiple weeks. So I took the man at his word and said, right. okay, I'm not going to start you. You're probably just a decoy. Jamar Gibbs season. Like what the heck? Yeah, what are you doing with Jameer everywhere. Gibbs? What what a play? What should players be doing with Jameer Gibbs? That is the real question. Because I think David Montgomery at this point, I don't know how you auto don't start. start. He's an auto, auto start. start. Um, particularly, you know, like until you see something different, you, auto start. And the way Matt and the way Dan Campbell, I'm say Matt Campbell, Dan Campbell likes to. His style of football is going to punch you in the mouth mm-hmm. football. And then I'm going to bite your kneecaps. Right. Yeah. I'm going to punch you in the face. You drop down. Your kneecaps exposed. Mm, yummy treat for me. I'm Dan yeah. Campbell. And then I drink a <laughs> triple ice espresso and away we go. Gosh. Um, I, you think I take a lot of caffeine in. Yeah. Dan Campbell. How does Props he live? to you, buddy. But that's the type of player he likes. It's, it's you know, 
not glitzy, not clammy. It's kind of old school smash mouth football. And that's cool. I, I should have had him in my lineup. I was so frustrated. I'm like, Oh no. Oh gosh. He keeps going. I lost that league because I didn't have him in my lineup. That's brutal. Yeah. Is Jameer yeah. Gibbs, a, I mean, is, is, what are you doing with you? Is he it's, a start? Is he a bench? Are you waiting? I mean, in redraft leagues, I took him in the third round and I'm like, okay, like uh, first game looks good. Second game, I don't know why they didn't use him. Third game, oh, Montgomery's hurt. Okay, cool. He got some carries. Game four, like I, the, the Lions have showed you how they're going to use running backs like that. It's been two years now. They did the yeah. same thing to Swift. They're doing the same thing to Gibbs. I don't understand why you take a guy like that at 12 and rumored you were going to take him at six if you didn't trade or eight, wherever they initially picked. And you're not, you're not using him. I don't, I don't understand. We're going to use him in ways that you've never seen before. Like like, sitting on the bench. Sitting on the bench. Now I think here's the thing. You aren't going to love the floor that he presents, but in half point PPR leagues, you know, he hasn't scored less than seven points. So yep. if you are needy and desperate in these bye week times and you're just looking for so- something that isn't zero to three points, I think you're, you're going to start him. You're going to start. start. It's just him. frustrating. It is a frustrating guy to have. And now he'll, on, he'll blow up and carry you a couple weeks. Right. But, but in my dynasty what, leagues, seven? I'm not forcing Jameer Gibson. Who are you starting instead of him? Well, I mean, think about the way you're constructed, right? So, I mean, where where did you take him in your dynasty leagues this last year? Well, super flex leagues, he was 105. Five, mid quarterbacks and Bijan. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. So, in looking at it, it's just like I've got running backs on my team. You know, I didn't draft him to be my bell cow. I had hopes that it would turn into this. But I'm not as needy as I am compared to a redraft team. Typically, shallower benches, right? Right. Like, yes, I invested a third or a fourth, wherever this might have been, probably a third round in in most leagues. But, like, there's other opportunities there. Um, Or there's not – there's fewer opportunities because of the draft capital you invested. You probably have to play him just based – unless you've made a trade since then – like yeah. you, you just, you know, you probably didn't go running back, running back, running back, and maybe running back, and you're sitting on a on a plethora of RBs at this point. Where you took him, he was probably you probably took a couple wide receivers and maybe a quarterback if you're in a super flex league at that point. I think I went I, I I'm weird. I draft weird in redraft leagues. I went running back, quarterback, running back. Um but not that I would not that I would ever be sarcastic or snarky or no not you ever or tweet anything that would seem offhanded or backhanded or whatever but i remember when when people were talking about jamar gibbs was the dynasty rb2 and you were going to see it by Uh mid-season and Uh that's weird where'd those Uh guys go yeah they're kind of quiet fantasy receipts where are you they follow me. I'm so nervous all the time. They follow the Dynasty Dads podcast. Yeah. I'm like, I don't put anything too flashy out there. What are you going to mm-hmm. do? Call me up for liking Kirk Cousins and Batman too much? Go ahead, Dynasty yeah. Receipts. Everybody knows. It's okay. Receipts. I put it on Main Street. And that, you know, and I think in week two with Gibbs, there was so, some of this thought like, ooh, he's going to be the passing down guy. He had nine targets. He got seven grabs out of those nine. And then like last week, it was five. It was two before. It was two week one. It's just, 
you know, you probably it's, have yeah. to play him unless you're gifted uh, with other options, but it's not it's looking frustrating. So, so frustrating. I get it. That's how Detroit uses guys, but man. But Sam Laporta looks like a tight end one. He's the real deal. I like that guy. He's the real deal. Now let's talk about Laporta in Dynasty because I think as... Is he a top five tight end? Yes, I think he has to be. I don't know. You want me to, don't, you want me to make it more challenging? Names. Yeah. What Straight up, one for one, Dynasty, Sam Laporta, or Kyle Pitts? Sam Laporta. Like, I don't even think that's challenging anymore. Now, right? now here's, here, here's the X factor, right? There's no way Kyle Pitts hangs around for this, right? Like, there's this is year three. He's got a year fifth three. year option, so he'll be there at least three more unless they trade this and two more if they trade him. But these players have ways of forcing teams' hands, right? Like, and especially at tight end, you know, like, I Can don't know, we man. talk about how I know we're talking about Sam Laporta and like he's doing really well as a rookie, but back in the day when it took three or four years for tight ends to break out. Yeah. Now, granted, their teams were using them. The Falcons don't seem to want to use Kyle Pitts. No, but... they don't. Like I would in a, in a not dynasty, right? So take a step away. Kyle Pitts damn near a drop in a redraft league at this point. You yeah. can't use them. No. You can't use them. It's it's. You know, we've talked before, econ guy, there's a sunk cost concept. Yep. It's done. Your draft is over. Wherever you took him Let at, him he's not produced. Let him go. Uh, if you love him, he- maybe he'll return one day and you pick him up off the waiver wire. You know, I would still maybe say if there's somebody out there that's a big Falcons fan or is just, you know, uh, in love with the p- previously thought potential, maybe you could try to trade him. I just don't know what you get. Back in the day. There was a tight end that came out that everybody loved that that I absolutely did not get the love for. You say overrated Jones. It was O.J. Howard. Overrated oh, Jones. That's yeah. what I call him. Overrated Jones. Yeah. Everybody loved him. Everybody loved him. This feels eerily similar to O.J. Howard. Yeah. Oh, he's going to break yeah. out with the Bucks, and he and, didn't. And, and I think the difference is, like, the, the reason why it maybe feels – not that like there's more potential. It's just because social media is so much more prevalent now from when OJ Howard came out, like just the involvement, how much more people are in the apps, how much more discussion takes place then like OJ Howard. I mean, it wasn't like in the long, long ago, but it was long no. enough that the dynamics of the conversation were a little bit different. And um, the Dennis you know, podcast has been around for six years. So, and I remember calling him out as a rookie, like I don't get it. I don't get it. So it's at least, at yeah. maximum, he's only been in the say, league six, seven years. That's what I was thinking. Six or seven years, right? But just there was so much buildup and so much hype and so many quote-unquote analysts and Twitter accounts, you know, planting their flag on Kyle Pitts and then restating it and restating it. And, you know, it's going to happen. And you Are just you have subtweeting to other and... Dynasty Trade Calculator podcasters? John no. Bosch and... No. and... Do do they stay on the train a long time? <laughs> oh Bosch? gosh, they oh, yeah. Bosch okay. was on it for a long time, and so was Bob Gilchrist. Well, the I talent think is there. It's the use. It just doesn't make sense. So to get back to Samuel P, uh, yeah, give me Laporta easily over like, Pitts. Yeah, yeah. I saw something today. It made me like okay, Pitt maybe Pitts is younger than um, uh, the rookie 
that uh, Buffalo drafted. Yeah, Kincaid. And, and yeah, and some of these other guys. So like, there's still hope. Whatever. I mean, it just feels like at this point we're grasping for some sort of hope on Kyle Any Pitts because that our investment when, hasn't gone bust. When Johnu Smith is outscoring you four weeks into the season, uh, there might be might be an issue. That's another player where the hype machine tried to get him revved up, and I thought that was a. I thought that. Johnny might might become a thing, but I like I think Sam. Me, yeah, I do too. I think it's just fine. If you're in a pinch, go for it. In previous years, he's been usable, um, but I think Sam Laporte is going to be real deal. Yeah, yeah, real deal thing. Oh, real deal is are, are the Broncos for real? They won. They did I know win. they beat the lowly Bears. Beat the lowly Bears. I did you watch this game? Um, I yeah, I watched parts of it. I didn't get to sit down and watch the whole thing. Um, I was getting texts from a couple of buddies who are Bears fans, and I already said hope springs eternal. Uh, yeah, they were yeah. they were hopeful there. Oh boy, it was they were having I, a nice time. I watched it. I I turned it off or went to do. I don't know. I was busy. Whatever I did, and the Bears were winning, and I was like, ah, cool. The Broncos are losing and they're gonna have the first pick and caleb williams to denver i wonder what that looks like hmm. oh yeah and then i checked the final and i was like wait a minute what like what ha- what happened and so then you go through it and see but it was just like no way justin fields had his best career is a career day best passing day ever as a professional and they lost yeah passed for over 300 and like 335 yards i think he threw four touchdowns. He had an interception. And he really, like, the, the the points he put up weren't coming from his running game. No. So, you know, I think he had, like, 25 yards. He only had, like, four rushes. So, um, you know, he, 28 for 35. It was the best day he's ever pretty, had in the NFL. Pretty good day. And they lost. I So for, forget, you know, is, is, uh, is Denver for real. Like I don't know, man. I Justin Fields. We're gonna find point, out. Yeah, I. It it's not. It's still not good. Like the Bears in general. I don't want any part of the Bears, the Bears. play Thursday. They play Thursday yeah. night. They play tomorrow. By the time you're listening, it's on tonight. Yeah. Uh, we got Washington. If they lose, I think I said it earlier in the show, but Eberflus has got to be gone. It's week five. They have three weeks to maybe trade fields, embrace yeah. the suck. Yeah. And Washington, you know, from a fantasy perspective, you know, they're like a bottom third of the league against yeah. the quarterback. So it should be something he can get something done should there. Be okay. Should they're be okay. Great. If if they lose, I just don't. I think it's. I think all it's hope over, is lost. right? Yeah, you, it's you tri- but you got it. You're starting to strip down, and sell the parts. It's you know, it's like a. Well, then, a what do you get for Justin Fields? What is what is he worth? I think he's worth more on your bench, and you hope and pray that he lands someplace else. Because I don't know. I'm, unless, I'm just talking NFL as an oh, NFL, NFL team. As he a, ends up a career. Is he a first round pick? You think somebody uh, trades? No, you don't think somebody trades a first round. No, I don't think he could. I mean. You're kind of hoping that he you got to cross your fingers that he lands in a backup friendly job on a team 
that is fine just running their quarterback into the ground and every once in a while he throws a decent game like you know like i just what about new york the jets the jets interesting because i wanted to talk about the jets what does does it not make sense on paper i mean maybe if you're just trying to scrape together some wins i don't think it does anything to help garrett wilson what about Uh, pittsburgh well, Matt Canada would screw that up. Never mind. Would screw that up for sure. I'm just, I'm just trying to think. Like, I just mm. don't. I don't. I can't think. Uh, what about Denver? Uh, you know, like I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I don't know where. I don't see where the home. fit is. Yes. Yeah, I mean the Rams don't have a long term quarterback. The Giants? Well, no, let's think about the Rams. That could be potentially interesting because, you know, regardless of last season's success and, you know, the Rams still kind of trying to find their way this season, McVay's a gifted coach. Um, And if somebody... I get excited. I I mean, it'd be a hell of a lot better to pair Justin Fields with McVay than Eberfluth, right? Like, Eberfluth is a defensive-minded head coach. He's a defensive-minded head coach. You get... You get... Justin Fields is an elite athlete. There's no question about that. There's no, that's not a conversation. He is physically gifted and he is not very good at playing quarterback in the way that they're trying to make him play quarterback. And even last year, it wasn't like he was, you know, doing a whole bunch. He was doing great for your fantasy team, but that was it. Real life. There needs, this is what I think so many people have a hard time understanding. You have to, to, to really get an edge and be able to think about things from a fantasy perspective. You need to know the game first. And too many people look at the numbers and the spreadsheets and there's a, I'm not talking badly about analysts that run the analysts. Cause that's really important. You'd be careful. You might have three I, groups coming at you. Now. I know I just <laughs> taking shells from all corners, Jeez. but I think to be able to realistically think about what are the potential outcomes for in scenarios that a player could find themselves in, you can't just run the numbers. You also have to think about real world fits and where players with certain skill sets can find an opportunity to then make those numbers that you're analyzing on your spreadsheets tell right. a story that reflects reality. You, you got to find this guy, an offensive head coach that can figure out how to use him properly in the NFL to see if they can take his particular amazingly gifted athletic talents and put them to work in the NFL. And if they can't, if that situation doesn't exist, then it doesn't work. Okay. Not that they would do it, but would he look good in purple? No, stop it. Why would you just, would would be horrible. Okay. Think about the strengths in the the last year of his contract. Listen, listen, I have, Matthew, we're not going to trade him within the division. I'm not, when I was young in the division is bad enough, but when I was young, I had a dog from the time I was three to the time I was 15. And I love this dog. I love this dog so much. You can tell me this dog's name was Kirk. No, I wish that'd oh, be okay. great. But like, I remember like Captain some, Kirk. You seem like a Star Trek kind of guy. <laughs> now the Star Wars guy. Don't don't pay me like that. Mm. Now I got this. Now I got the truck. <laughs> um, but I remember like, I love this dog. This dog was getting older. And I came to the realization that as much as I love this dog, I'm not going to have this dog forever. Mm-hmm. I understand Kirk Cousins isn't going to be a Vikings forever. But if you look at the construction of the Vikings, where we are strong, you need to find somebody who fits and can get the most out of that strength. And it's our receiving core. And Justin Fields isn't going to bring the, the best out of Justin Jefferson and you know 
Addison and even KJ Osborne and Hawkins. Like, it's just not a good fit. I don't know. But to the Giants, where there's no wide receivers to throw to anyway. Can't, can't hurt them, right? Could it be any worse? Or the or one more, and then we can move on. Uh, the Patriots seem to be having some quarterback struggles. Yeah. Yeah, that, that actually could be semi-interesting. Um, again, no big flashy receivers to really get the ball to. Go ahead. No big flashy anything. Right? Yeah. That's well, not their style. It's not the way they, you want to see Bill right out to the sunset, is it? They traded for J.C. Jackson. I, the, Bill's not going anywhere. Bill no, is going to stick around until he has that number one spot on the wins category. It just might take him a few more seasons than the clip. It was. will probably <laughs> previously looking probably. like it would be. But whatever, he's he's earned that. How many uh, rings did he win? Like, jeez, we'll see. But I, I, it's fun seeing the. The people that say Bill Belichick, the GM, would have fired Bill Belichick, the head coach. Yeah, but guess what? That's and then I think that's not the reality we live in. Would he have because he had a defensive coordinator as his offensive coordinator last year? So no kidding, because their buddy is and he lost his job in Detroit, (laughs) right? And he's like, "Come on, back and run my offense." Come on, you and you and Joe Judge, because he was a great offensive coach in in New York as well. What the heck? It's a goofy. Oh. It's a goofy world we live in. You can't predict any of these. That's what's no. what made Belichick so great for so long. It's unpredictable. Tom Brady? Oh, unpredictable. Oh, yeah, sure. I thought it was Tom Brady. My bad. <laughs> You'd never be snarky and sarcastic. Of course no, not. Not me. Of course not. Oh, oh my gosh. What? Uh, since we're talking about quarterbacks, okay. One more. Uh, one more quarterback it. I want to touch on. We got time. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, how are you feeling here? Which one? Like Andy's room, Trevor Lawrence, or like real life, Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, real life. Did you watch that game? Did you like on? No, I've seen the I've seen the um, clips Uh, and stuff. I did not watch it. I know people are hating it. I didn't mind it at all. Was it cool? I it was. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, whatever. Cool as a dad, like. If I was 25, I probably would have thought it was stupid, but right. Whatever. Oh, there's so many things as a dad you think are like tolerable to cool that like yeah. when you were young and cool, or however cool any of us actually were, that we're just like, oh no way. You're like, no. Oh, come on, it's pretty good. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. No. Uh what are people like knocking Trevor Lawrence? Like, I don't I mean it's but, not for, I mean, obviously they won 20, 23 20, to six. Seven. I mean, it was just fine. He threw for two hundred seven and one. Yeah, two hundred seven. As an NFL quarterback, nothing to worry about, right? No. But from a fine. fantasy perspective, is he somebody you can rely on for the rest of the season? Because he hasn't scored more than well, I guess he had eighteen, almost nineteen points in Week One. Uh, but they got Buffalo coming up, and then Indy should be fine. But then New Orleans, Pitt going into their bye. I'm not. I'm not panicking about him. I, I mean, he's he's the he's not he hasn't been a QB one. He's QB seventeen on the year, uh, but he's putting up teen points. Uh, you would think the one game that kind of shocked me was Kansas City because it should have been a shootout. And been. Yeah, it was his worst game. Yeah, uh, Buffalo, Indy, New Orleans, Pitt. Then they're on a bye. Then San Francisco, uh, and then the so, Titans. But then let's look. If we look playoff schedule, he gets. The Ravens, which is probably a tough matchup. And Tampa Bay. 
And then he plays Tampa Bay, which probably isn't scary, and Carolina. So that's a solid playoff. Quarterbacks aren't really doing much against Carolina. I mean, it's four games in, right? Sample size. But, you know, here's the way I feel about Trevor Lawrence. In a super flex, you're perfectly happy with him as your second quarterback or your super flex option. If he's your QB1, I'm guessing, you know. You're worried? I'm not worried. He's got to show me something. Slow Trevor Lawrence start. or Brock Purdy? Ah, uh, that's a that's that's mm. pretty good. That's pretty I good. Mean, Brock Purdy statistically has been better. He has. And I don't think anyone's until tell this you week. Because Dallas is going to run all over. <laughs> it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've entered the bias segment of the show. <laughs> We previously We've been talking the about the Vikings the, the whole yeah. show. Yeah. What are you talking previously about? Previously entered the bias. We, we go from the northern part of the Midwest to the <laughs> southern part of the Midwest. Straight down. Straight down. And oh, I, uh, the bias meters just moved a little bit. Yeah. But if we're talking, I mean, if all you're looking at is numbers, who's the, I, I mean this in the nicest possible way, who's the QB9 on the year? Do you know? QB9, I should. Um, uh, He's a top 10 QB. I guess it depends on scoring, but Russell Wilson is a top 10 quarterback right yeah. now. Are yeah, you taking knew- Russell Wilson over Trevor Lawrence? No. 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 C.J. Stroud is probably yes. a better number. Well, I, I don't know that I'd take him over. That's not a trade. In, well, and it's not a trade. I, I mean, even Baker Mayfield's numbers are better than Trevor Lawrence. I'm still taking Trevor Lawrence over Baker Mayfield. I have to tuck my tail between my legs, not in re- not in Dynasty, in my redraft league, and go back to the waiver wire right after we're done tonight and, and drop who I picked up when I dropped Baker to get Baker back for mm. after they come back from by. And I spent some fab on it, and it just... Who was it? Who'd you pick up? I don't want to talk about it. It's Jarek McKinnon. Uh, you oh, know, I just oh. like, you know, just to give it a, just to give it a poke, just to see what yeah, was there. And, it works. You know, Ish. and um, with Daniel Jones, early. I got Daniel Jones on, on, on that squad. And I just can't, I don't think I can rely. I don't want to have to rely on Daniel Jones and Baker Mayfield is doing just fine in my super flex league. So yeah, he's, I'm going to, I'm okay. going to read, redrop Jarek, pick Baker back up and give him a little apology note. That's fair. Yep. I, yeah, I, I, Baker has been my my pleasant surprise of the season, but it's kind of fun. Everybody likes a redemption story, and you know it was fun when he came in and won a game with the Rams out of nowhere. You know, right. like they're drawing the plays in the dirt for that dude, and uh, away we go. Brett Favre esque. I know. Yeah, and that's sorry yeah, we can't was... talk about Brett Favre. Well, I guess we can't because he was a Viking. So. Yeah. For the most glorious year of my entire Minnesota Vikings fandom and heartbreaking at the end, because that's what oh, we do up here. Those Saints. Oh, don't get me going. <laughs> that's you know, I'm one sorry. of the reasons why we're talking about um you know, I am I am one of the podcasters where I'm not too proud to go back and listen to uh your, your own, own episodes. Stuff. Yeah, I do yeah. that all the time. And um, you know, we were we were ripping on you know, he who shall not be named coach of the Denver Broncos because he's such a Mm-hmm. You know, disrespectful, blah, 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 after everything you said about, you know, the, the Jets offensive coordinator Rodgers and everything else. It's just like, God, I do not like that guy. It's just burning hatred <laughs> like all the way back. That's fair. That, especially coming from you, it's fair. 
Yeah, Minnesota fans still don't like the Saints, and that's been. And I always liked Drew, Drew Brees. I think Drew Brees yeah. was a was it Drew's fault? No, he's super fun quarterback to watch. Man, that little guy, little guy, just hopping up on his toes, throwing over his lineman's head. Yeah, that's right. Let me get up there, Jim Bryce Young. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Yeah, what's there? So for sure, the game game of the week everybody's excited about. Dallas, San Francisco, Dallas, right? San Francisco, yeah. slugfest. Should and be. then and then I think the offensive explosion game to watch Minnesota Chiefs should be fun. Both of our teams are in cool games, games this week. Huh? We're gonna Can't wait to come back and be disappointed next week. Yeah, and the Vikings have uh, just a huge section of the map where the broadcasts go out. So you know, Kirk doesn't do well in nationally televised games. The stats say he's just fine. I mean, so, and there's going to be more people watching the show because Taylor's going to be there. So Taylor's going to be there. How about that? Hmm. How about that? Well, that was fun. That's that's fun. fun. This episode was brought to you by DynastyTradeCalculator.com. Stop guessing. Start calculating. We out. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us on another episode of the Dynasty Dads Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Dads. Dynasty Dads.